Welcome to Work Through a Deidre, a weekly podcast to help you gain the confidence to lead through fear and failure and launch into faith and freedom. Listen as the host and guests share their testimonies of breakthrough and victory. And now, here's your host, Deidre Bradley, the Breakthrough Specialist. Hello and welcome to Breakthrough with Deidre. And today we have a wonderful, awesome guest. We have Deborah Draper with us. Let me just tell you a little bit about this awesome woman of God right here. Deborah Draper is the mother of three great children. She's also the adopted mother of many. Many people want to call her mom and have done so. She's the grandmother of eight grandchildren, five of whom she is currently raising from, I believe, eight years old to 17. She's a paraprofessional who works with uh, special needs children in the elementary school setting. She has been a licensed minister for 17 years, but has been operating in ministry for over 38 years. During that time, Deborah has written numerous lessons on deliverance, prayer, intercession. She's also written uh, manuals on church finance management, church policies and procedures concerning finances. She's written plays for adults and even for children. Uh, in addition, some of her other fabulous talents include she's a seamstress, uh, she's an awesome cook, and let me tell you, this woman makes a mean pound cake. I mean, this pound cake is awesome, melts in your mouth. I'm talking about the old school pound cake, not the pound cakes you go buy at Walmart, but I'm talking about the old school pound cakes when you used to go over your grandma's house and she pull out that pound cake and melt in your mouth, that kind of pound cake. And you're wondering, how am I able to, how do I know this? Well, because, let me tell you, I'm one of those fabulous children that she's the mother of. Yes, this is my mom, Deborah Draper. And so we want to welcome Deborah Draper to Breakthrough with Deidre. Hey, Mom, how are you doing today? Good evening, Deidre. It's so good to be uh, in your presence and on your show. It is an awesome experience for me to be able to be interviewed by my daughter, The Miracle. I'll say that. I produced The Miracle, and I'm so glad of that. So I'm just glad to be a part of what you are doing. All right. And so what I just want to let you know, this is what our topic is for today. Because on Breakthrough with Deidre, one of the main things we want the listeners to know is, number one, you're not by yourself. Uh, Whether you're stuck in uh, cycles of failure or just stuck in cycles of depression, whatever cycle, because we've all been in them. We've all been stuck in something. But a lot of times we feel like we're by ourselves. But it's nothing like hearing the testimonies of other people, that you're not alone. You know, other people have been through this. But hearing the strategies and the steps that they took and used and applied to their everyday life, tools that they used to help them escape out of cycles, you know, whatever cycle that may be, financial cycles of, you know, operating in struggle or depression or addiction, to know that you're not by yourself. There have been other people who have broken free, who have overcome, and who are living amazing lives. And so today we want to talk about trauma and how trauma has a way of affecting us and stunning our 
uh, development, you know, whether it's your spiritual development, your emotional development, how trauma has a way of doing that. And when we talk about trauma, you know, I'm not talking about, you know, like you, you know, your body has a wound or you're in some shock or in pain, a physical pain. Although trauma can, emotional trauma can, can cause you to feel some physical pain. You know, I'm not talking about trauma from, you know, you were in a wreck or a blow to the head or something like that. I'm talking about emotional trauma, the type of trauma that can be produced uh, from words, maybe some words that people have spoken or maybe an experience with someone or or with people or, you know, just experience that has called, that has stunted our growth, you know, uh, that's what I want to talk about today. You know, trauma is like that, uh, you know, things that have caused us to suffer, you know, cause emotional wounds, you know, things that have hurt us. We want to talk about that and mainly focus on, too, how do I get out of that? You know, how do I break free of trauma, even especially if it's from people, so kind of share with us your experience and how you broke free from that. Well, as you were saying, Deirdre, I've had a, some traumatic experiences, and one in particular that I would care to share would be uh, the one that happened over 47 years ago to me. Um, traumatic, but something beautiful came out of it. And like you said, often it's not, what happened, but it's what the words some people may say, or it could be a circumstance you're in. However, I was in college and uh, got pregnant and produced a wonderful daughter. But yes, you did. What came out of that was a a a traumatic uh, experience from a word curse, and granted. I'm quite sure my mom was not thinking about what she said, that it was a word curse or that it would right. stunt my growth or cause right. uh, me to just be caught in limbo, but it was because what mm-hmm. we have learned in the past years that words are powerful. And when yes, we say are. words, we can cause things to happen that possibly shouldn't have happened. Well, right. in, her, in, her, in her rebuttal, to uh, uh, Deirdre's dad because he was so certain that, yes, she's going to go back to school. Deborah's going back to school. My mom said, oh, no, her education is over. Well, those words I heard, and they right. went inside of me, and they hurt me very deeply. I didn't know how mm-hmm. bad it hurt me until years later on down the right. line. Needless to say, uh, my education was stopped right there. My greatest desire of what I always wanted to be was an educator. I wanted to teach children. Wow. I especially wanted to be an uh, elementary teacher. That was what I wanted to be. But that was halted. And uh, like we said, we are a lot of times our dreams, our plans have have been just put on hold or been stagnated because of traumatic experiences. And it was well up in the years when uh, I actually realized what had happened. We were in a class because we teach deliverance. And uh, I walk through deliverance. I teach deliverance, you know, and we were in a class, and we were talking about deliverance. We were talking about 
things, traumatic uh, things that can happen to you that will cause ruts in your life. And we're talking about spiritual ruts that will cause a mm-hmm. spiritual rut, which can be a rift. Uh, yes. uh, something that you can't get over, uh, you can't cross over, I'll put it like that. And then it just, it dawned on me, I began to reflect back to see why I hadn't gone any further. I just decided to just settle for less. I settled right. for just uh, a menial, uh, uh, just doing a menial job, a menial career. I went from uh, a housewife to being a uh, dry cleaner assistant, working in the dry cleaning, to uh, uh, doing little petty jobs, to try to eke out a living for my children after I divorced my husband. Then my mother said she got a call about going to school, and she said, I have the very person that you need to talk to, and it was me. When I came home, and she said, I need you to call this number because I need you to get in school. That was a shock for me. <laughs> I need I you to go back to school. You know, I need <laughs> you to go back to school. So I went back to school, and it was just to write business school where I decided to take up accounting. That was, I also love numbers. So that worked yes. out for me. Then from accounting, I just started into uh, receptionist. From the receptionist, I went to financial aid clerk. You know, from that, to a financial aid director, but still that was not my passion. That was right. not my passion. I still was not where I wanted to be, and I know where God wanted me to be. And But I was still settling for, you know, mm-hmm. this is okay. It's producing funds. It's giving me what I need to help uh, maintain my family, to uh, allow me to be sufficient in everything I, I'm doing. But it it happened to me over, let's see, the last 10 years, 10 years, uh, Mm -hmm. because I think Megan is, what, 11? Uh, 12. Megan is 12. So uh, Mm -hmm. I guess it has been about, let's see, yeah, 12 years ago, uh, Mm -hmm. I was taking care of Megan. Then all of a sudden, something happened. I got my, my four grandchildren, and then... Uh, another one came along, five grandchildren. So now I have five grandchildren, and and I was not employed at this particular time. Five grandchildren, and I'm unemployed. So I'm trying to figure out, okay, what's going to happen? I got to come up with some funds because I was a foster uh, a foster care kinship care for the kids. So I got to right. figure out something. How am I going to? What's going to happen, God? How am I going to get through? What's going to happen? How am I going to be able to help support these kids? What's going to happen? They're going to go back to their mom. Then where am I going to be? So a door opened, went back, and I went to uh, into the school system. I went in as a part professional. Okay, mm-hmm. that was part of my dream. That was part of my goal. I got my foot in the door. That was where I wanted to be. I'm like, okay, it was not elementary, however. It was in high school, so that was okay. And I still began to work and work and work. I, I was getting ready to settle for that, to be comfortable in that. But then God just told me, no, that's not what you want to do. So at 65 years old, I decided <laughs> I'm going back to school. 65 yes. years old and five grandkids. <laughs> yes. I decided to go back to school 
work a full-time job, and take care of them. Ashley, how was that done? I don't know. But with God's help, I made, I managing it. And, and it was a hurdle. It's a process. I mean, but I broke a cycle. I broke right. that traumatic cycle because I'm back where I wanted to be. I might not be. I decided I'm not going into to be an elementary school teacher. No, the goal has shifted. The, the, the vision shifted from being an elementary teacher to being something to help the kids because our kids are in a traumatic situation just like yes. I was. Our kids right. are, are hurt traumatically, and nobody is there to help them. So I decided I'm going to be an advocate for these kids. So I decided when I went, decided to go back to school to take on psychology and ethics. My goal, my dream is to be a counselor for our kids, to be an advocate for our kids, our kids that's on IEPs, our children who are, are uh, uh, just uh, have little disabilities, those who the parents don't know how to help them in the school system. But I'm going to be that voice for them. I'm going to be that yes. one crying in the wilderness for them so that yes. they will be the ones that will be able to come out of situations that people say they can't come out of, where they say, there's no hope for you, you'll never be nothing, you'll never attain, you won't be able to go to college, you won't be this, you won't be that, but they will be able to say, oh, yes, I can. I can That's do right. all things through Christ that strengthens me. That was my main goal that I began to teach my grandson. Yes. He had a little yes. problem. We had to put him back in first grade. He was on the IEP, but I told him, you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Every morning he got up and he went to that bus. I would holler out as he walked down the, <laughs> to the bus yes. stop, you, Jordan, can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. And I continue to tell them that, not only him, but all the, the four other ones. And today, yes. they are prime examples of what God can do, what God yes. can do. He might be on an IEP, but he is a 3.4 student, you know. And right. my other grandchildren are A students and A and B students coming on up. They have been through traumatic experience. Their life has yes. been more challenging than mine, but yes. they are coming through. And that's yes, what I are. love about deliverance. That's what I love about the power of God's word. That's why I'm, I'm that person who will continue to empower our children with the word of God, with positive words. We speak to yes. any negative words now, but it's about the positive impact that we can put in our children to let them know they are somebody and they can do whatever they want to do, be it the president of the United States, down to the owner of the CEO of a company, they can do That's whatever right. yes. they put their mind to do. Yes, and what you are saying is so powerful because not only for children, but for you said you know you're 65 plus and you're you know you're 65 and you're in school. You know you're in school. You're taking college courses. You are dealing with technology. You're dealing with you know all kinds of challenges. But the key thing that I hear you that you kept saying was. You know what? I'm not settling for less anymore. So if I have to get some technology skills so I can keep up, 
I'm going to do that because I know that I can do all things through Christ. So whatever is needed, I'm going to receive that because I'm not going to settle for less. And I believe so many of us have taken the approach of settling and and have taken, I'm just going to settle for this. I'm just going to be stuck in this career. Even though I know something else is crying out, there's something greater inside of me, but I don't know how to get there, and I don't know what it is, so I'm just going to settle. You know, but I hear you, and in the stories and your testimony that you shared, I know it wasn't easy. I know it was challenging, but something inside of you continued to say there's greater there's greater. So my listeners need to know, and they want to know, what can I do? You know, because I'm sure there's somebody that's listening now saying, hey, that, that's my story. That's where I am right now. I'm, I'm, I know there's greater, but I don't know how to break that cycle because you broke it. You broke that cycle of trauma, and then you said, I'm moving forward. I don't care how old I am. I'm moving forward, and I'm going to do what I have been called and destined to do. And you said a key, I'm the voice. I'm the voice for those who aren't able to speak for themselves. So what would you say to the listeners who need to know, how do I break out of this? What's, what's one thing that I can do now to help me break this cycle of trauma from word curses or just from whatever, even my own words that I maybe have spoken on myself? Well, I would say this, Deirdre. First of all, you mentioned age. Age is not a barrier. Age is not nothing that can hold us back. I will say that. Right. Break out of that mindset that I'm too old to make a change. I broke mm-hmm. that. I decided I'm not too old to change. And I broke that, that old uh, uh, saying that you can't teach an old dog, dog new tricks. I'm not calling <laughs> right. myself a dog. But listen, I can learn. I have learned. That's right. You can. Technology was not my thing. And Deirdre can tell you, she kept uh, (laughs) plugging me. She kept telling me, pushing me. She and my sister pushing me, pushing me. Be technical. Oh, no, that was not me. I did not like it. I liked the old way. I liked the old telephone. I didn't like the push button. And, and, oh, yes, I I liked the flip phone. I wasn't ready for the new phone. But they kept yes. pushing me and pushing me. Yes. But I got a computer. I just wanted the basic stuff. Don't give me nothing fancy. Just the basic stuff. However, when I decided to enroll in school, I'm not in a classroom. I'm online. Online is challenging. <laughs> Space yes. is what 66-year-old woman. Online is challenging. But if I can do it, you can do it. That's Anybody right. can do it. You make up your mind and you decide, oh, no, I'm going to do this. And nothing is going to stop me. I started last May, and I did several courses. At first, at first two weeks, I'm like, oh, heck no, this is not going to work. I don't think I can do this. And then I talked to my daughter, Deirdre. She said, you can do it, Mom. You can do it. That's I'm right. Like, do you understand that asking me to write umpteen <laughs> pages of, I mean, 300 words. 150, I'm like, what on earth? Just give me the regular stuff. I'm that regular type of person. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm that regular. Just give me the paperwork, give me my problems, and let me work it out. I like that kind of stuff. No, they're talking about critical thinking. I got to get in there and apply stuff that's in my mind and bring it out and put it down on the paper. Right. So if I can do it, you break, these are barriers that I have broken, personal yes. barriers. Yes. barriers that I have come through, that I made a decision, a burial will not stop me from getting the greater. 
and that's what that's they're right. here to do. They are there yes. to hinder you. They are a blockage to stop you. I decided to break every barrier in my life that says and that came to stop me from accomplishing my goal. Be that age, yes. it was finances. I mean, it's just a number of things. Culture, just a number yes. of things that came to block me and hinder me. But I said, oh, no, I will persevere. I got some up in me. I got some yep. funk, and I said, I'm going forward. Nothing yes, will stop you are. me. That's right. Uh, 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 Like I said, I started last May. Then it came right at the end of November, a little problem with uh, an old school I went to. They wouldn't give me a transcript. The school closed up. We couldn't no way get a transcript. (laughs) So the school I'm at now turned it over to me. So I worked from the end of November to it was uh, May of this year before I got back in school. Mm-hmm. At first, yeah. I almost allowed that to stop me. Yes. That crisis, I almost allowed that crisis to stop me. I said, God, is this what you want me to do? Do I need to go up or do I need to go down? Do I need to conquer <laughs> or do I need to just lay back? Is this what you tell me to do? He didn't give me an answer there for two or three weeks. So finally I decided, <laughs> no. You must want me to go forward. I've spent, Come on. I wasted, I didn't already done several classes, got A's. Why should I stop now? You showed That's me right. I can do it. So I just That's right. on, finally got back and rolled. But like I said, I will not let a barrier stop me. Nothing will yes. stop my forward motion. The enemy That's comes right. to stop us and block us. But you have to make up in your mind, and you have to be uh, 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 have that perseverance and, and confidence in yourself and know who you are and what God has placed inside of you, that he's giving you the spirit of the overcomer. Not That's only right. am, I, am I a conqueror, I'm an overcomer. I That's can right. do all things through Christ's assurance of me. If I tell it to my grandchildren, I've got to walk it through. Yes. They see that yes. I'm not doing it. They say, well, wait a minute, Grandma. How come you didn't do it? Why didn't you follow through? So I've got to walk it through. I've got to be the word in action. That's the speaking. Yes. I've got to be that word in action. So I, I say this to your audience. You are that word in action. You can break free. You can break through. You can forge on. You just have to be determined in your mind that no barrier will stop you. No word will stop you. You have yes. the word that's inside of you with counteract every word that's been spoken against you. So begin to yes. use those words that were uh, a negative and apply positive words to that and watch them break you through. Yes. Woo! That is a powerful word, and we definitely appreciate it here on Breakthrough with Deidre. I know the listeners are excited just hearing your testimony and the fire in your testimony. And what I love is that you're not giving yourself an excuse because many could say, oh, well, you know, and would say it's okay. Well, you know, she's 60-some years old. She don't have to do that. But like you said, no, no excuses here. I'm going to finish. And, you know, I, we've had many conversations. You call me many a times, okay, I got this paper due. I have mm-hmm. this, you know, what do yes. I need to do, you know, and and not allowing frustration because I know you would get frustrated sometimes, but, you know, just encouraging you to keep 
pushing forward, as you said, you know, and not settling for less because God has so much greater for us, but it's up to us to to continue to, to charge that passion and keep that fire burning because it's for us. You know, and the interesting thing, even when you were sharing and sharing that testimony, is everything that you were spoke, you, you know, even when you weren't that yet, you had placed that in me. You had placed all of that in me because I'm one. I don't want to quit. I don't want to settle for less. Even when we were choosing the college I wanted to go to, you know, some right. of my family members were wanting me to go to this other university. And I was like, mm, you know, and it was, you know, it was a, you know, not, you know, it was lower as far as in, not what I was used to. You know, I wanted to go to the University of Oklahoma. You know, I was always yes. accustomed. Now, mind you, we didn't have the finances for, for, for the Ooh. best. But in my mind, I saw myself always wanting the best. And to me, the University of Oklahoma represented everything that I wanted, everything that was the best. And so family would say, mm, no, you should really go to this university. And I'm like, mm, no, that's not, I'm going to the University of Oklahoma. And not once did you say, no, baby, you're going to have to go to this other school. You were like, is that where you want to go? And I'm like, yes, ma'am, that's where I want to go. And you said, well, that's where we're going. And so we went with my aunt. You, my aunt, and myself went down to the University of Oklahoma with no money, and we exactly. went, you know, I was accepted, you know, I was an A student, you know, I had the grades, I had everything, didn't have the money, but, you know, had some scholarship, but it wasn't going to be enough to cover all that. What exactly. went down, and we applied to that university. And, you know, looking back on that, not knowing that, you know, the things that, you were, had dealt with and the word curses that, you know, grandmother didn't even know she had spoke on, you know, over no. you. But yeah. that I, looking back on that, I know that for you it was like, okay, no, this is something I'm going to encourage her. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be a stumbling block or an excuse for my daughter. I'm going to make sure that that's where she wants to go and go. And, and when I went into the uh, arena of education, and, you know, I didn't want to be an educator. I was like, man, I don't want to teach kids. But what happened, that's what I ended up doing and loved it and, and had a passion, worked in the elementary school, and then, you know, worked up my way up to be an elementary principal. And so I'm saying all that to say those seeds that you planted and that expectation didn't die, but it just was produced in me. And now you're even, I have the opportunity to reproduce that in you. So seed yeah. never dies. It always yeah. continues to grow. And so I count it a privilege and an honor to be able to sow that back. So, listeners, if you have the opportunity, I know they call it paying forward. I call it being a blessing, but they may call it paying forward. Find your opportunity, whether it's your relative, whether it's your mom, your dad, or a friend or a cousin or whomever, be a light, be that word of encouragement, be that cheerleader, be that coach for somebody. If you see someone struggling and you have the key, don't hold that key back. Be that word of encouragement for them to help them break free, to help them overcome, because there is greater in all of us. We just need somebody to believe and somebody to speak it. So be that vessel for that. So as we get ready to close, as we do here on Breakthrough with Deidre, we love for our guests, and you kind of did a little bit of it, but just to 
sign us off or launch us into our week with just some words of encouragement. So what words of encouragement do you have for our listeners? Well, I would say this. Today is the best day of your life. You have an opportunity to go forth, to shine, and to be somebody's miracle. Remember, every day you get up, you are a miracle. Every day that you put your foot down on the floor, God has given you a miracle. So he wants you to share that miracle with somebody else so that they can be a miracle, so that we can continue to produce miracles throughout our day, throughout our week. I would just say that, do that, especially be a miracle for your children. Uh, yes. That's <laughs> for those of you who heard that. War cry. <laughs> That's my mom's war cry. Whenever she says that, I'm like, oh, watch out, enemy. Mm, you going down today. Thank you all for listening to Breakthrough with Deidre. We look forward to you joining us again uh, next week. And Always remember, your possibilities are limitless when you have the courage to break through. Thank you for listening to Breakthrough with Deidre. Follow our weekly broadcast and share on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, remember your possibilities are limitless when you have the courage to break through.